Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Coming up on today's wrestling news, Dwayne Johnson to fully embrace his Hollywood rock heel turn. Former AEW champion shoots on the WWE kickoff show. New Japan's Rocky Romero takes AEW front office job. And is Tony Khan gonna wrestle? What? what? I'm Michael Hamlet. I'm Phil Chambers. And this, Phil, this, still this is, is the still news. The news. Uh, and where else to start but with Dan Rock, uh, the people champion, the most electrifying man, all that sort of stuff. Uh, he's, of course, been all over wrestling headlines since returning to the business uh, a couple, of, couple of Fridays ago. A lot has changed since then, though. Gone from top babyface in his own mind to top heel <laughs> in the minds of most of the WWE fan base. <laughs> and it seems as if Rock's wrestler brain has kicked in and he's bang game for a bit more of it. Um, it's good news for those that fondly remember the Rock's 2003 Hollywood Rock heel run. Yeah, short the Rock magic. Concert. Oh, my God. Great. Short and as magic as it was. Oh, he said her name! <laughs> All that sort of stuff. Uh, wrestle votes. Fairly reliable. Uh, X Scoopster account has come through uh, with a report that dropped just before... Raw last night to say sources suggest that The Rock is expected to fully embrace his heel turn drawing inspiration from the past Hollywood Rock persona additionally I'm told to anticipate the release of Rock branded Cody Crybaby's merchandise the story is just beginning now obviously following that Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins went out there in the middle of uh, the ring on Raw cut a long promo where uh, Cody kind of called out the Cody Crybaby's comment like breathe it into existence on WWE television for the first time since Rock made the statement on Pat McAfee's podcast yeah. last week. So expect maybe the t-shirts to drop as early as this Friday on SmackDown. Seth Rollins then appeared to promise to offer backup to Cody should he need it against Rock and Roman as we seemingly head towards the tag match, title match, double header over WrestleMania weekend. Uh, it's all pretty exciting stuff, this isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Like the Cody thing. Like I think I thought Cody was really good in it on Raw, but yeah. it didn't like explain quite enough of what we wanted it no. to explain about like the sort of flip flop angle side of it. But mm. like I thought Cody was really good in it. Seth was really good in it. Uh, obviously, The Rock and Roman are going to be on SmackDown this week. Yeah. So that's yeah. I imagine when the t- Cody Crybabies T-shirt goes in, I'm kind of fascinated. Like I know the Cody Crybabies thing is lame yes <laughs> really really lame dated very dated, dated it, yeah. old yeah 
but I'm kind of fascinated by what this t-shirt looks like. Because you if you've got the Cody logo and the American flag and whether yeah. that's like crying or something, I don't know. They're gonna do something really stupid with it. The image of Cody on is like sat down head in hands after WrestleMania last year. <laughs> so like, but like having a little animated tear, but then the rubber chicken still in shot. Yeah. Something along or just the rubber lines. chicken with Cody's head crying. Oh, man, yeah, <laughs> I think we've done it. That's before like The Rock says, oh, because he mentioned McNuggets as well, didn't he? So maybe that's, yes. that's the lore of how the rubber chicken- I guess chicken where he wanted him to shove them. <laughs> Thanks, Rock. But Cody made a little point, and um, we'll go into this in more detail on the Raw Review podcast, which you can find on the What Culture podcast YouTube channel later on. But Cody did make a point of um, noting that the crybaby Cody stuff was a little bit dated, so I almost expect the Rock to push back on that. And, and he, the nugget thing as well, like he made a, a joke of the Rock doing yeah. the Rock thing. He's not going to, I think with the Rock, he's not going to back down, he's going to double down. <laughs> and I think that'll only, like, Rock knows how this works, and he thinks, well, if people hate this, I'll just do more of it. There was Rocky <laughs> Sucks yeah. chant throughout Cody and Seth bit last night, so yeah, uh, very exciting. Um, he's not just a Hollywood guy that's done a couple of films back in 2003. He is, as they kind of said on Raw last night, one of the most famous people in the whole world. Yes. I don't see how this goes badly. Yeah, absolutely, and I think this is far more interesting as a sort of run-up to WrestleMania than it ever would have been with yeah. Rock as a face, because we know what that looks like. We know what that looks like in this day and age, we know mm. what it's looked like in the past, and obviously he's been healed before. Before, like yeah. quite a few times. Like a, if you look back, quite a big chunk of his career, he was quite he was a hero. Uh-huh. It's not a small amount, but it's we've not had that version of the rock in like the modern day. No, and I think that is an interesting twist on it and something a little bit fresh now, I which is him, strange like, to say when, when you're talking about the rock. I don't need like any more sights of him rubbing his goosebumps on his arm for a while. <laughs> I'll, I'll just take him being an angry billionaire. I'll take that. I'll take that for a while. It feels incapable where we're at in 2024. Absolutely. But moving over to AEW and mm. a former AEW champion, he's kind of had a little dig at WWE, yeah. specifically at the WWE um, kickoff show and the lack of one superstar on there. Now this is coming from Thunder Rosa, obviously former AEW Women's Champion, friend of the channel, friend of the Hi, channel, Thunder lovely Thunder Rosa. She sang to. Simon Miller. It was really strange. But she's a very nice person. <laughs> <laughs> That's my review of Thunder Rosa. <laughs> um, she was on Busted Open Radio, obviously. She's on it quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was talking about the WrestleMania kickoff show and about just where the hell Bailey was, basically. Yeah. Got a quote from it, I'll just say. Uh, well, she just started with, Where the F was Bailey? Um, why are they not giving her the respect she deserves? Put respect on people's names. Now, this mm-hmm. is obviously echoing sentiments from loads of people, like fans um, around the world, but also CM Punk did a big thing on Instagram yeah. where he kind of called out WWE going, like, what the hell's going on? She's the Royal Rumble winner. Like, she should be putting some respect, but mm-hmm. like putting her on a pedestal leading into WrestleMania. Um, Thunder Rosa in this went on to say they need to do better with the women, with all of them, especially right now in 2024 with how things are going. It is imperative that women get more respect in more places that they deserve. And I think this is very, very true. Um, The women's division in WWE is not where it used to be in terms of um, the position on the card and the amount of time and effort that is put into the storylines. It could definitely be better, and especially with the amount of talent they've got, holy balls, it could definitely be better. But they've like, they did some on the kickoff show. They had Rhea Ripley and Becky Lynch obviously leading to um, whatever that match is gonna be. But they had like Bianca Belair on there as well, which. Like, unless you're thinking she's going to be going up against Jade Cargill, she's not got an obvious route to wrestle. She kind of called a shot, but didn't point at anyone in particular. Did she? Yeah. She's, I'll be there, I'll keep my streak going, all that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. But then you've got Bailey, just, just fresh off a massive babyface turn, yeah. 
just won the Royal Rumble, heading into a big championship match at WrestleMania, you'd think they'd have her on the card a little bit. Yeah, I wonder if this can be folded into the fiction at this point. Like, conspicuous by her absence at the WrestleMania kickoff, on the WrestleMania yep. poster, yep. on the Royal Rumble poster for the match that she won to get to all of this. Yeah. Um, look, it's looking likely that the Bailey match won't be main event in night one. But I think people's expectations are starting to build on this, you know, yeah. this babyface return. Like, how much is she going to lean into the character of the past that people just fell in love with? So I think there is so much mileage and credit in what Bailey's going to be doing at WrestleMania. Not least of all, like the fact that you expect a banger match with Io Sky for the title. So I, I think this could uh, at least play in. This could figure into things. Bailey as an underdog all over again, as somebody that isn't even really seen as a key figure by the company, is something they may as well lean into. Thunder Rosa's yeah. bang right in what she's saying as a shoot, but sometimes you might as well just try and turn that shoot into a work. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I will say as well, it's not just WWE that suffers from this problem, no. it is AEW as well. Yeah. Um, and hopefully like they show in signs of improvement over mm -hmm. in AEW. Obviously with Mercedes money coming in, that's yeah. gonna be a big deal. And that sort of roster is in the healthiest position it's been in ever. Yeah, it's half the job, isn't it? Because yeah. WWE you've had the good women's roster forever, and they're slightly better at representation and the um, the idea of parity, if yeah. not necessarily the execution yeah. of it. So, but it's creative direction that makes all the difference. Triple H, I think, has let people down based on expectations from when he was in NXT, yeah. and AEW has yet to really prove itself as a destination for women's wrestling. Twenty twenty four is going to be a big year on both counts, I think. Yeah, um, I wonder if Rocky Romero is going to yeah, try and do something about that because he has taken up a front office job in AEW. The details are pretty scant at this point, but obviously Rocky Romero uh, exists at least currently as a like representative of New Japan and a wrestler for New Japan Pro Wrestling. But the Wrestling Observer were first to report it that he's taken up the front office role, no further details. And that was then corroborated by Fightful via Sean Ross Sapp uh, tweeting that the story was indeed accurate. Um, so there, that's a, that's a double source as you need in pro wrestling, I would say, for the two preeminent journalists to, yeah. to offer that that's now uh, taking place. It's uh, both surprising and not, I suppose. Like Rocky Romero was known to have uh, very minimum liaison role between AEW and New Japan when the Forbidden Door first swung open. And he's always been very good at um, paving the way for. Uh, American wrestlers to go to Japan and vice versa through his various connections in the industry. But as well, like taking this role on now might mean, speculatively, that uh, Rocky Romero might be wrestling less than he has done before. He's 41 years old now, he's a 17 year pro. Within the last few years, it's not just New Japan where he obviously represents Chaos, he's worked for MLW, he's worked on and off for TNA slash Impact. He's worked on AEW television as a wrestler, obviously, with the Chaos best friends overlap. So he's always had his fingers in a number of different pies. He's always felt like an integral figure to the ongoing business relationships between these organizations and uh, could well be quite a shrewd, a shrewd pickup for AEW, but it'd be interesting to see maybe what New Japan lose as a result of this. Yeah, absolutely. I think he's one of those guys that does a lot more behind the scenes yeah. historically as well, not just now, but like historically throughout his career than you ever probably would realize yeah. just being like a, an outsider, like just watching the wrestling product. Mm. Um, like you say, like being that liaison between sort of a lot of American talent and helping them come not an easy job. New Japan, not an easy job no. at all. Um, so yeah, I think this is a great get for them. Mm. Uh, obviously they've, he's wrestled for them in the past before, yeah. but like it never, with any kind of focus or like direction. It was always kind of like one-off matches yeah. here and there, um, often to lose against one of AW stars, Indeed. which is not a bad position no. to have, to be fair. But he's never been like a, a focal point of no. AW storytelling going forward. So it feels like 
that wasn't a priority for mm. AEW, yeah. but how maybe this position is. And in, in which case, I mean, when you're getting towards the end of your wrestling career, having something a little bit steadier might actually be quite a nice thing. I uh, sympathise with any wrestler that's been bumping for around 70 years wanting to <laughs> yeah. maybe move into something that resembles a desk job instead. I mean, you've earned, you've earned your, uh, you've earned your computer monitor and office chair. And... Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Um, yeah, but speaking of AEW as well, Tony Khan, the big question on everybody's lips, yeah, yeah. I hear I, all the time, uh, is, is Tony Khan going to wrestle? We get this question every day. Every day. When, when's Tony Khan step between the ropes? What do you think, Hamlet? Uh, well, based on a news report that I haven't yet read, Phil, I'd say it's definite and it's absolutely going to happen probably as soon as Revolution. God, Am I right? so wrong. Ah. God, how do you even have this job? He's not going to wrestle. Ah. <laughs> so he was talking to Fox Sports and they asked him and he basically said, uh, I don't think anybody really wants to see that. Not anytime yeah. soon, at least. Uh, and he goes on to talk about how great the AEW roster is uh, and how he's going to focus on pushing them and telling stories going forward. Uh, so it seems like Tony Khan isn't going to be putting himself in a wrestling ring at any point. But, mm. but I mean, right at the beginning of AEW, he did say he was going to be a solely behind-the-scenes yeah. presence that like was never on TV, and then he crept onto TV mm-hmm. through the weird TNA promos that him and Tony Schiavone That's did. right, yeah, that was his... <laughs> I uh, think that was his first foray into the world of TV. He was kind of awesome at that. How, <laughs> he was, how yeah, did they he were become really that like, strange figure that does the big announcements? Like, charmingly strange, but strange nonetheless. Yeah. He was sort of great <laughs> when he was gloating about lording it over Impact. Yeah, I am better than Impact. Yeah, there's only you one can in wrestling and all that sort of crap. You're welcome for all the viewers. <laughs> <laughs> so he crept his way back in then, and obviously he's done loads of the big Tony Khan yeah. announcements uh, ever since. So he's crept onto TV, so I mean, mm-hmm. it's wrestling, never say never. If in the history of wrestling bookers, has there ever been one that hasn't put themselves in the ring at some point? Most of them creep in. I think you spend that much time with wrestlers, and you probably take a few bumps as a little bit of a way to maybe prove yourself or a little yeah. bit of mutual respect. Especially thing. being as big a fan as Tony yeah. obviously yeah. is as well. 
Maybe that's what's going to stop him. You know, yeah. Maybe the fandom is going to be the difference in terms of like that big ego that all, like, well, rich people, I assume, have, but also people <laughs> in that position, that of power. Maybe that's going to be the barrier. Maybe the fact that he loves it. Like, I love wrestling, and I've never wanted once in my life to take bumps. What about you, Phil? <laughs> I love wrestling, and I did go to <laughs> wrestling school. So, yeah, I was complete opposite. This is it. So, it does kind of suck, though. So I can see why you might not want to. He practices once, takes the wind out of him on his first bad <laughs> yeah, one. Like, ah, you're good, good actually. I'm That's good. for you guys. Uh, <laughs> do you find some questions on uh, WrestleMania and Cody Rhodes? Yeah. Yeah, because there's plenty, there's plenty coming in. Uh, yeah, another big promo for Cody last night, and the WrestleMania build continues to indeed build at this point. So a couple of questions on Cody, then a little bit of something on AEW. First, from Scoob Jones at Scoobert's was here. If Cody pins Rock and Roman in the same weekend, which of course is possible mm-hmm. at this point, what does that do for his legacy and could he ever leave WWE and return to AEW after receiving the kind of push he has gotten from the Fed? Ooh, it's an interesting question in mm. terms of building loyalty. You yeah. can't really ask for more. It's huge, isn't it? Uh, in terms of a moment, like, holy cow. Um, I don't think you can ever say never with Cody, though. I mean, he was one of the pioneers of the let's leave WWE and build something for ourselves yeah. outside of it mm-hmm. kind of group. Yeah. Um, that happened sort of in the sort of mid 2010s, um, so it, it feels like he's a guy who needs a goal, mm. needs like a something to aim for, something to work towards. Yeah, and if he's been given everything he can possibly be given in uh, WWE, maybe his last goal is okay. Well, maybe. I didn't need to go back to AEW to the place that he helped create. It's funny how he can make a new story to finish. Exactly. There'll always be another story with a guy like Cody Rhodes, I think. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Stepping up always needs something to be heading towards. Well, not to expedite that plan, Phil. Hello. But uh, Alan Grant at Various Grant has been on to ask, and I wanted to pick this question on you specifically because I've heard a psychotic pitch between you and Adam Nicholas on this one. How long do you think Cody will hold the title after WrestleMania 40? (laughs) Do you care to share for those that might not have seen it? A frankly wild west suggestion you had for Cody's reign having finally finished the story at One day. Oh my god. Or after WrestleMania. So there is like reasoning yeah. here. The Cody story, the Cody character, mm-hmm. is far more interesting. Like 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 I just said, when he's got that goal in yeah. mind, when he's like on the fight for something, it's the chase more than the actual like reign itself. Mm. The reign itself mm-hmm. almost doesn't matter. If you think of like, you're about to test that with this great baby face champion. <laughs> I mean, uh, Mick Foley was three-time that's right world yep. champion and had mm-hmm. it for like 21 days or something wow. across the entire three that's days. Wild, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. You've had Roman Reigns had this gigantic like record-breaking reign. I don't think you need to immediately recreate that and go into something even like six months long or something. Mm. Like it doesn't need to be that long. And if you take it off him the night after WrestleMania through a Damian Priest cash in. A, that like rocket strap Damian Priest yeah, taking away like the biggest moment oh, <laughs> like, boy. in WrestleMania in heat. quite a long time. That is some really good heat yeah. right there. Uh, and B, you get Cody then chasing again and mm-hmm. with a chip on his shoulder and something to prove. And uh, you also start an incredible tradition of just screwing Cody over on the war after WrestleMania, which is... They, uh, they took it out of my dad's hands and then they <laughs> took it out of mine, yeah. <laughs> Okay, it's uh, I don't know. I, I I'm not sure. Like I'm, I'm I don't quite subscribe to that because I'm just scared of how it would look. <laughs> I get it. No, I do get it. I'm not. I can't. I can't read the tea leaves beyond WrestleMania. I, it's something's been eating at me since the Rumble that WrestleMania 40 will kind of mark the end of this Booker's run for Triple H. Yeah. Um, which I know is very big picture and covers every wrestler, but all Booker's have runs realistically, and I just feel like they can 
conclusion of this story, now that we're back on track to finish it properly, uh, feels like it'll be the climax of a lot of things Triple H has done. Often the hardest thing, they say it in kayfabe, but it's true in reality too. The hardest thing is not winning the belt, it's keeping it. And obviously yeah. wrestling's not real, but it's what they mean by that is how the champion feels as the top guy. Cody's called himself the quarterback over and over again. John Cena's big test was never ascending and beating JBL. It was becoming John Cena after the fact. Yeah. I think Cody can. I've got absolute faith in Cody, but it requires company momentum and it requires a series of good programs and things that you want to see. You know, there's Gunther in Berlin sticks out on the calendar, for example. But yeah, yeah I'm very fascinated to look at it. But I just, I'm too edgy to make a prediction on it at the moment until he's actually got the thing in his hands. Yeah. Only then I feel like anything we say before that feels like it'd be jinxing it. Yeah. I think uh, if you're not going to do something shocking and really quick. I think the Gunther in Berlin one would yeah. make a lot of sense. Like mm -hmm. if you strap up Gunther in Berlin yeah. and you've got till August, so that's like a decent yeah. um, run for Cody. I think that'd be an incredible moment for Gunther in terms of creating a new top superstar. And nobody's asking for Cody to have a Roman-esque run. No. Babyface no, don't God, need no. to then go on another thousand odd days. You know, it no. makes more sense for it to be heel than it did in the Hogan era where you got those four figure runs. Yeah. yeah. Um, last question, we'll pivot over to AEW and it's something again that came up in our roundtable which you can watch on the What Culture podcast YouTube channel from yesterday if mm -hmm. you get through a little bit of lag at the beginning. We have some lovely chats after the fact. Lovely. But I thought this was an interesting question um, from Adi, Adi, it's at Initbab, that has got to be a West Midlands reference. Initbab, let us know where you're from, I was born in Redditch, that feels very Birmingham. Uh, who's better, Edge or Adam Copeland? I think that's a good question. Ooh, that is a good question. Yeah. Let's, it depends what, on the let's, era. Let's go from, just to keep it simple, let's go from 2020 onwards. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. If you're going to go recent era Edge to recent era, Adam, well, only era. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the last three months of his career. Then probably Adam Copeland. Yeah. I think Edge, like he had that, the Royal Rumble return was absolutely incredible. Hell of a moment. Um, but then the run itself suffered, I think. I mean, obviously the pandemic didn't exactly mm. help matters. Um, but it suffered from long, long feuds that probably went on a little bit too long. Yes. Um, and when you, like at that point, I think the only thing people really wanted from Edge, like obviously the big return was amazing because of the injury things. Um, if you just went through and did a bunch of like one match feuds mm -hmm. that were just the dream matches of everyone, we never got to see Edge yep. fa uh, face. Like the, the final Sheamus match was like, when that came around, it's like, holy cow, how they never faced each that other That was before. amazing, wasn't it? Yeah. And that's like a really cool little thing. But like, because he got so mired in the like Randy Orton stuff and that mm. took up so much time, like I think you lost out on a lot of these little dream yeah. matches that you, like we should have got, I think, in WWE. I and now with Adam Copeland and the Cope Open. Killed Buzz around him a bit as well. Yeah. To flip him and it's like, can we just forget that happened? Yeah, like, that was a bit didn't awkward, think that isn't it? But with the cope open, that feels like what he's doing now. Yeah. Like he's just facing a bunch of younger guys that he wants to face, and that feels like a lot more fun to me. It's that's what you want to watch. When he did that press conference, and obviously he named the likes of Kenny Omega and MJF. Yeah. But that trickles down. He's got Daniel Garcia on Wednesday's Dynamite. Exactly. I think that is perfect. That is exactly what I want to see out of Adam Copeland in 2024. Yeah. Like Christian stuff aside, you yeah. should do it. Yeah. Oh yeah. But absolutely. like. You know, that's like this Edge and Christian one day finding themselves together again for a Young Bucks match that we've never had. There's like lots of, there's FTR that I'm presuming Adam Copeland really wants. Yeah. Because of his friendship with the pair of them. Yeah. Um, aye, there's lots of stuff in AEW. Like the table feels fairly full. Um, and I don't think he needs to be near the main event either. No. Like the rankings no. are there for him to look like he's working towards a title. But I don't think it's a necessity with Adam no. Copeland. He's not that type of guy. Yeah. Like a... Sting run. Like yeah. he, he never even wanted to be to, to touch a title, let alone win the tag titles at the end. 
Um, but yeah, I don't think you need to. Like it. Retire a monster and just get into it. That's not the worst exactly. situation for yeah. you. There's a position, there's a whole card of yeah. things that can be happening, and you can be in there somewhere having great little matches with people that he just wants to wrestle. And that's far more fun, probably, than another big strapping like uh, world type championship one or something like that. Growling. He's done that, he's been there, he's done that. Growling down the lens like this, making you feel intense and keeping your eye grit. contact like I'm doing right now with grit and you think, I don't want to look at you. But if you want to look at one of our videos, <laughs> Hello. Phil, uh, you can do so right here and we will see you soon. Have a good day. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 